This is The Playbook. Money isn't good or bad. It doesn't buy happiness or sadness, but it allows you to do one thing. Money allows you to shop. What makes you happy is shopping for the right things, right? When you shop for the wrong things, it brings misery, it brings emptiness, it brings sadness, it can bring depression, can bring death, right? I, I, I'm, I, last year I shopped for the right things. I bought two community centers in Africa and it was a, a, a big purchase, a lot of money, and I've never been more fulfilled. And I've owned cool stuff before, you know, but I, I want to inspire people, make a lot of money, and in business, Business is about profitability, and don't fool yourself. You you figure out a business that's profitable. You could name any of them right now that I'm that aren't in sports, aren't in entertainment, aren't in what I like. You know, I, I do it all the time. I do a lot of health and beauty companies that are clients of mine, and they're like, "I thought you were a sports guy. I thought you were an entrepreneur guy." I'm like, no, that's a really profitable business. You know, shampoo, that's soap and water. You know, you thought Power Balance had a huge margins? You know, try $200 skin cream, you know, or $50 shampoo, that's soap and water. That's some big ass margins. That excited me. Now, what do I do? Oh, I put my passion in How? Oh, you know, they have a, a men's brand and we could put that at the, I like the US Open. Let's do a sponsorship deal so all my friends and everybody can come to the US Open and have a tent with the shampoo brand. You know, or tequila, or, come on. Well, all of a sudden, now I have a purpose. Oh, and we're gonna raise money for charity. And I put my passion into it. You can't name one, one business in the world, from those chairs to your gorgeous shoes, you know, to the hair products that you use, to your sweater or purse, that I can't tell you how that could work in sports. So Steve, Steve one's actually the one that told me that money's an energy. And he's actually said, my relationship to money is the same as to anything else, is that I wanna put faith into what I want. There's uh, three worlds, one you know, with money, just enough. He's all, doesn't matter how much you have, there's some people that carry an energy that I have just enough. There's the not enough people. He said, I have a friend that owns a $40 million home in Newport Beach and the dude has not enough all the time. He's miserable. People ask me all the time, how do you cover from losing a $100 million portfolio? Because I live in a world of more than enough. You know, it's like geologic time, it was a blip. So if you don't strive for money, if you strive for happiness, but wanting money to self-fuel what you're doing to help liberate other people as well, then the universe will reward you with that because that is what, what you put out is what you get back. It's literally the law of attraction, karma, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, what you are willing to open yourself up to, if you remove the ego, remove everything and say, I am a conduit for being happiness and love, and I want to just share that with everybody. A door may close as a perception of a door being closed, but all of a sudden it leads you to something else. And then, yeah, you get placed into the situations that you want to be placed in. So. Right, I mean, I live in the universe's favor. I live, every setback is really a setup for me. And I know you share that same experience. It's interesting because yeah. when I went through my transformation, my quantum moment, and yeah. I started realizing because I was driven by money early in my career, and I used to create a void for me to fill, and now, what I do is wake up every morning and just pray for 10 people that I can help to be of service, create a void for the universe to fill by being of value, right? And as yeah. you say, the gold coins keep coming and coming. Yeah, and then even if you feel like you're not affecting a lot of people at one moment in time, by you being the best version of yourself, if you're fully happy and you're fully 
wanting the intention to be happy so you can share that happiness with other people. Even every interaction you're with will be really positive to the people that you're around. So even if you don't think you're affecting a million people right at that second, every person you shake their hand, you look into their eyes, you smile, you, you when you're at the store getting something or when you, a stranger on the street, all of a sudden that's a mirror that they look into that they may have never perceived before. And all of a sudden they're like, whoa, this feels really good. And that can, that can awaken a lot of things and a lot of people and then it becomes a domino effect. And if you can just be the best mirror reflection of love and happiness for other people, then that has a trickle effect and all of a sudden everybody then gets to one by one by one be that and then we're hopefully all living in harmony together. 32, I, I had everything. I had a huge house, I had cars, boats, motorhomes. Anything I wanted, I could buy not only for me, but for other people. It was awesome. The only problem was the first night that I laid in my humongous house that I built for my wife, because that was her dream house, for the t first time ever in 32 years, I was unhappy. I lied there empty. I lied there empty because my whole life I attached my happiness to outcomes. I, I, I believe in goals. I believe in objections. I believe in your vision. But don't attach your happiness to it. Because the worst thing happened to me, it all came. And it came bigger than I dreamed. And I had to shift my life because I'm like, oh my gosh. And I felt guilty. I felt not worthy. I sat in bed thinking, my mom made $17,000 a year and I made $10 million this year. I, I held my mom up here into all this energy. And so what did I do to solve that problem? Well, I became a big asshole. Like most people when they have a problem. They go to blame, shame, and justification. I started surrounding myself with the wrong people and the wrong ideas. People that would tell me how great I am. Give me a false sense of security, a false sense of who I was. I forgot all the things my mom taught me. So, what happens? I get involved. I come home one night, drunk. There may have been some other things involved. 5.30 in the morning. I was, became friends with a rapper up at the Grammy Awards, thinking I was something I wasn't, lying to my wife. I came home at 5.30, and there's the five foot one silhouette of my dream girl waiting for me. I walked up, and she looked at me, and she said, you, you are not a rock star. You know, buzzed as I was, I looked at her, I said, I may not be, but I sure feel like one. And you should see the look on her face, send me up to a different room, like I was seven years old. I went upstairs, woke up, hung over, kind of remembered what happened. Never been so unhappy in my life, disappointed in my life. And then I had to walk downstairs to find out I wasn't the only one that was unhappy, right? My wife was unhappy. And my answer in my head initially was, what are you talking about? There's a nanny on that wing. There's a Ferrari and a Porsche in the, that garage. There's two other cars in this garage. These three beautiful kids of ours have everything that they need. And she looked at me and she said, literally, you are an asshole. And you better go back and take stock in who you were and what you want to become or else it's going to become not me here. Unlike most people, I listened. I spent one day thinking about it, depressed, a little bit in anger and shame. And then I said, you know what? She's right. And I went back and I thought, who am I? Right? I'm not just rich. Who am I? 
What's empathetic? Forgiving. And there was only one person to forgive. It's the same asshole that's in your way from success. Yourself. One simple lesson in life. You can't give what you don't have. That's why I like to make a lot of money. To help a lot of people. To have a lot of fun. Money gives me options. I want a lot of it because I can do a lot with it. I can't give what I don't have. I can have all the intentions of the world, of saving the world, but I am not to the point like Warren Buffett or Bill Gates. You know, those billions of dollars that they're giving, that creates change and impact. And I've been given a gift, a skill. I want to create abundance so it goes through me. There's three worlds that people live in, no matter how much you have. The first one is the world of not enough. I live in Newport Beach, California. There's some of the richest people in the world that live in a world of not enough. They live their whole life wanting more for themselves. Some scarce living. They don't live in a world of, of more than enough. I give a lot to Africa. I have a village that we've created. I'm building, I have an event here tonight to raise money for a community center to empower people. We've impacted 75,000 people who will impact thousands and millions more. And we, we think and we go there in the first time and there's this woman who I love, Mama Jane, all the, the mamas, right? And she's the head mama. And she's so proud, she invited me to her house. And then Justin was there, my cameraman, and in the house, dirt floor, one bedroom, still six kids, little kitchen, water's outside, bathroom's outside. She was so proud. She's the first home that got a TV set. First home. And Justin asked her, I thought it was a great question. He said, aren't the other mamas jealous of you? Aren't the other mamas jealous? And she, it was like almost you insulted her. I said, what are you talking about? All the mamas come here and ask me how I did it. Right, that's all they do. How, how did you do it, mama? Can you teach us? How, how did you do it? And then she looked at him and said, why would someone be jealous of you at home where you live? And I'm thinking $40 million houses in Newport Beach on the coast. And he answered, yeah, they'd be really jealous. And, and here's a woman with very little that you can see. She has a lot more than us because she lives in a world of more than enough. And she says, I feel sorry for you. She felt sorry for him. That was awesome. And so I had to realize that I had to live in a world of more than enough. That things were going to happen way more than me. Because when you live in a world of not enough, things happen to you.